0: Hey. Hello, my love, and welcome back to the Awakening Her podcast. How is it going? Hello, hello. My name is Talia Joy. I am a bestie in your awakening. That's really what it is. I'm a manifestation mentor as well. I'm a mom of three. I'm a Scorpio. I'm a human design reflector. I am an empath. I'm an old soul. I'm a star seed. I'm an intuitive channel. And I am here to show you how to co create, how to create the life that your soul intended for you. And the juiciest part about all of that is your soul intended for you to have the experience in the highest expression. So those things that you see in your mind, like the money and the freedom and the travel and the health and the vitality and the community and the partnership and all of that, your soul also wants that for you. So that's what I do. I help you to release the resistance, to heal what's in the way, to use the laws of the universe, such as the law of attraction, to activate your gifts, like your intuition, your spidey senses, your way, your personal way of interacting with the universe, of getting the memo, of growing through what you go through, and ultimately manifesting exactly what you desire. Because as I said, Spirit wants that for you too. Your soul wants that for you too. You don't have to work against life. You actually work with life. And so I am excited that you are here. Welcome. As I said, we do talk about manifestation, the law of attraction, intuitive development, tuning into your soul's purpose and intention for you, healing, growing through these things. And today we are talking about conscious and subconscious reprogramming of the brain, because this is a part that I got very good at avoiding and something that we cannot avoid because it causes looping patterns. It causes self-sabotage. It causes endlessly being frustrated in the same patterns and not knowing how to get out. Feeling like there's invisible blocks, often that is the brain. So we're going to dive all into that. I'm going to share with you all the goodness. First, before we do a little bit of housekeeping, if you are new, if you have never listened before, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, welcome. Um, if you only listened to a few episodes or you're brand new, I'm so happy to have you here. I know you're an old soul. You're a seeker. Welcome home. I'm so grateful to help you on this journey. And if you've not found me on Instagram, I would love to meet you. I'd love to connect. I'd love to see what you're about, follow you back. Um, I've had a lot of beautiful seekers recently writing and sharing their favorite parts of the show and how it's impacted them and questions. And I just love connecting with you guys. So please take a moment to come find me on Instagram. All the links are below. It is at Talia joy manifestation on Instagram, as well as Facebook. I'm on the both. So come over and find me. There is a hefty list of links and things below in the show notes. It is hefty. You should take a look. There's access there to the freebie library. Um, Of course, the links to Instagram, Facebook, how to work with me. There's my apparel shop, my law of attraction and manifestation, coloring and activity book that you can get on Amazon. It's called Manifest This Shit. It's super fun. So you can find all of that and more in the show notes. Go down there, check it out. There's lots there. So before we launch into the content, I want to let you know about some things that are upcoming. If you're listening to this in real time, literally tomorrow, we have a full moon ceremony release workshop. It is going to be so powerful. This full moon is in Pisces energy. It's super deep. It's also a uh, super moon and it's the closest moon of the year, which means we have the potential, especially with the Pisces energy, but the potential for such deep release, breakthroughs, aha moments, clear clarity and that is what this workshop's all about so it's called full moon it is a workshop and releasing ceremony so i'd love to see you there that is literally tomorrow um august 29th the full moon is on the 30th so i am very excited the next thing we have going on is the free event healing to manifest and that is on september 12th and 14th i am so excited it's a free event it's going to be uploaded to the podcast right away it will be live on Instagram. So again, roping open back into Instagram. If you want to find me there, watch the live event, or you will hear it on the podcast uploaded right away. So you can just do that. You can chill. You can lay back. You can listen to this two-part event on healing to manifest healing emotionally. I don't mean like put on some polysporin. You're good. No, um, So you can listen to that and tune in and just chill. Or if you want to take it further, if you're a two feet in knee deep seeker and you officially sign up again, it is free. I will send you a meditation right away to support you on this healing journey. And then you will also get access to the workbooks after the live event happens. So if you are ready to go deep dive into healing and you want to take part in this free event, grab the workbooks, grab the meditation. It's going to make the results even more powerful. The link again for that is below. We also have a manifestation workshop coming up on September 21st. It's called Manifest Now, and it is a deep dive workshop. Bring me your goals. Bring me what's been coming up. Let's workshop the system. You will have breakthroughs, ah ahas. You're going to learn the manifestation formula. It's going to be really empowering. So it's going to be yummy, juicy, expanding. Bring your journal, light your sage. Let's dive into this. But it's also just going to be so great because you're going to know what to do to move forward. You're just going to have so much more clarity and empowerment around moving forward. So that is in September as well. It's called Manifest Now, a full workshop, cannot wait. And then we have the big kahuna. We have activated our our start date is September 25th. 2023. The pre-work is released a week before that on September 18th. So you're going to want to jump in if you have been wanting a deep dive. So I put it later in September because everybody's kind of getting in the rhythm. If you have kids or you're getting back in, you know, after summer, we're kind of settling back in, in my part of the world, we're going into fall and fall is such a good time energetically to do the work. It is such a good time for introspection, for transformation, for growth, for everything that you need to cultivate that inner place of peace. And as I said, healing and all that, that will propel you into the spring as that comes next year. So fall is a beautiful time for this. So if you are feeling those vibes and you're really ready by the end of the year, oh my goodness, by the end of the year, you could be so much farther along in your manifestation, you clearing your growth journey. And if you are called to that, if that is what sounds amazing to you, um, I really highly in- invite you to join me in Activated. It's the signature program. If you like everything that I'm about, Activated is it. It's doing the work, my style. I'm taking you through it eight weeks, week by week, taking you by the hand. We've got so many yummy yummy ceremonies and trainings and all the things. So I cannot wait to see you. And activated as of right now, you can only get on the waitlist. Registration is not open. But if you get on the waitlist again, the link is below. I will send you emails as we are getting ready to open, and you will also get access to the lowest rate on this transformative growth portal of a program. So that again starts at the end of September, September twenty fifth. I cannot wait to meet with you weekly uh, for eight weeks, get to know you, and have you really feeling just different and transformed and feeling that sense of activation by the end of the year. It's going to be so good. So there's the opportunities for all the things. Check the links below, free stuff, deep dive programs, wherever you are. If you are ready for more, I am ready to help you in that. So with that, let's dive into today's episode where we're talking all about conscious and subconscious um, and the reprogramming. So first of all, I want to say I alluded to this a minute ago, but I avoided this work forever because I am more energetic. I just felt like if I got the right downloads from spirit, if I had the right breakthrough, that's what I need to move forward. And that's what I was always focused on, which is true. And my intuitive abilities, my sensitivities, all my stuff helps so much in manifestation your of course as i say your intuition your empathic being nudged opening up to spirit getting guidance but at the end of the day there's also a brain that we need to work with so the brain is the very human part of us right Our, us as humans we have an ego we have a brain we also have protection strategies so because we have all been through something it could have been your parents divorcing it could have been bullying like i've experienced abandonment it can come from parents caregivers um <sighs> what's the word like bullying comes from your like peers there we go that's the word i'm looking for um it can also come from the media reinforcing that you're not good enough in some way it, it's a collection of all of it it's really like a smorgasbord of like stuff that has happened that has imprinted our brain and over time we've learned things about the world and about us and our place in it and how we are not good enough or this or that where we lay in life how we are compared to other people we've had these traumas, we've had, you know, our brain makes things mean things. So if you've worked with me one-on-one, you know what I'm talking about here. We are meaning-making machines. So something happens like a parent divorcing or a bullying, or even failing a test and you're seeing your parents' disappointment or seeing a wrong answer in class and people laugh at you. These things get into our brain. They imprint us. They imprint our conscious and subconscious mind. So when we are trying to avoid this work, it's really like trying to go against our own programming. It's trying to override the system with something that will never override the system. So I once heard this analogy and I thought it was so brilliant. So with our brain, our brain is like a computer. So if you imagine your computer or your phone, There's the applications like the Instagram, the Safari, the Gmail app, whatever. That is like the conscious brain, the applications, the surface level things that kind of like carry out the actions, right? Like if I'm going to go post on Instagram, I'm going to go to the app, I'm going to click it, I'm going to upload stuff, I'm going to hit post and there it goes. Our brain carries out the physical functional Sorry, our conscious brain carries out the physical sort of functional actions, but the subconscious brain is like the processing system. The subconscious brain is really um, controlling everything from behind the scenes. So that is like the processing in your computer. If your computer is just acting really slow or just acting weird. And so we know we've turned it off. We've turned it back on. We've blown in the holes. We've done whatever we know to do. And then we go like, huh? Huh? And if somebody says, unless you know a lot about computers, if they're like, oh, what's your RAM? What's your CPU? What's... Your, oh, that's why it's acting slow. It can very easily be like over our heads. It's like, I don't know. I just know my Instagram is slow. And that's exactly how it works. It's behind the scenes. It's sneaky. It's hidden. It's the processing system for everything you do. So your brain controls your automatic reactions to things. It causes your automatic emotional reactions, what you make things mean. So I've used this example before, but say your partner or a friend, like you're making dinner for them and then they're late and they don't call. If that makes you like really angry or upset or feel like unimportant and they don't validate or they don't um, appreciate my time and all this stuff that like that, that emotional reaction and maybe they show up, they're like, oh, sorry, there was an accident and my phone had 2% battery. I couldn't text you. The fact that they were late didn't actually mean anything, but you made it mean that they don't value you, that you're being disrespected. That would be because of your brain. Chances are you have a wound around people not respecting you or honoring you. And so then our brain literally makes things mean things when all that happened is there was congestion on the highway and they were a few minutes late. So it's our automatic way of doing things. And the conscious brain has desires and dreams. But the subconscious really controls the show. So it's kind of like if somebody is smoking and you say to them, Hey, did you know smoking's bad for you? It's like, Yeah, thanks. You know, nobody, that's not, it's not like they turn around and go, Oh, really? It's like, I don't know what you have where you live, but in Canada, we have these outrageously awful pictures on cigarette packs of like, Eaten away tongues and like burning lungs and all this stuff, that's the conscious brain. Somebody who smokes knows it's not good for them. But what keeps them in the pattern? Maybe you have an experience of emotional eating or numbing your emotions with shopping or sex or alcohol. If someone just says to you like, "Hey, you know that's not good for you," it's like, "Yeah, thanks." You know that is not helpful because it's on a conscious level. So if you're trying to lose weight and you emotionally eat and all day, you're like, tonight, I'm not going to eat tonight. I'm not going to eat. I'm not going to snack on the couch. I'm not going to eat a bag of chips, conscious brain, conscious brain, conscious brain. And then you get tired or you get frustrated with the kids or loneliness hits or that weird hour where it starts to get dark and pretty soon you're reaching for the bag of chips. That's the subconscious. Even if your conscious brain is like, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. What makes you do it is the subconscious. And that would be some sort of deep down need to either soothe when you're uncomfortable or feeling like you're not really worth it. Or as you know, people talk about with something like weight, maybe you've had abuse or you felt unsafe, maybe especially if it was SA, sexual abuse, um, and you then put on a bunch of weight that they call protection weight to protect you from being assaulted again or something. And I say this with so much sensitivity. I'm just giving examples and real examples of what I've seen in friends, clients, myself, like this is really what we do. And so if someone said, oh, you know, that's protection weight. It's like, well, well, then what the hell do I do? It's because it's in the subconscious. It feels so mysterious. And that's partly also why I avoided it because I always felt like, I just need to raise my vibration. I just need to get, as I said, the right intuitive hit for what to do here and what to do there. But those automatic reactions were keeping me and still do. I'm still in the process of always continuously reprogramming. It's not something I obsess over. Like I have to reprogram. I have to reprogram. That can become its own thing. But I notice as I've shared vulnerably in recent podcasts, the feeling of being alone comes up. So there's the conscious part of me that goes like, am I actually physically alone? Well, no. I have my totally committed and faithful and over-the-top loving husband who always is loving and you know never abandons me. I have my kids who literally never leave me alone. <laughs> I have my dad. I have my bestie. I have these people in my life like, no, I'm not actually alone. Mm-hmm. That's the conscious brain. But if something triggers me and I feel misunderstood or I feel let down or there's this flash moment of somebody does something that rubs up against that wound, I can instantly default back into like, fuck it. I'm on my own. I'll do it. Never mind. You know, all these things I was sharing in a couple episodes ago. Um, And that is the conscious versus the subconscious. The subconscious defaults back into like, see, I told you you're alone. When the conscious brain is like, no, you're not. You know, it's that example, they're late and you make it mean that it's because they disrespect, they disrespected you when really maybe they were in their car stressed about the fact that they were going to be late because they knew you were making this meal and they felt bad and like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. It didn't actually mean that, but that was the brain defaulting back into wounding patterns. So if we're not addressing the wounded patterns, if we're not addressing the brain component of it, we will be running up against ourselves Forever. This is where people say in the dieting world, the perfect example that you can either relate to or just take the example and apply it to another area. We are always trying to force ourselves to do something consciously, just eat less, just don't eat carbs, just do this, just eat more veggies, endlessly shitting on ourselves and trying to address it from a conscious place. How many times have you said, I should do more self-care? I should be more on top of my money or I shouldn't, you know, buy that chocolate because it doesn't feel good on my gut, but I keep doing it. This is the conscious brain. We will never get to where we want to go only trying to consciously just do differently, quote unquote, right? Just do it. Just commit. Just blah, blah, blah. Just meditate. It's like telling an empath, just be less sensitive. It's like, okay, right? Those cigarettes are bad for you. It's like it just, it's only surface level. You might know the cigarettes are bad for you or what I'm not, I'm just saying it as an example. I I have no judgment. I love you, (laughs) but you might know that you're coping with alcohol or coping with marijuana or coping with cigarettes or coping with shopping or coping with stress or, or with sex or whatever else it is, drugs. And you know, you quote unquote, shouldn't be, it's the subconscious. So again, if we avoid this work, which is what I did forever. And I always wondered why I couldn't bust through my plateaus. Why I couldn't bust into that higher income, why I couldn't feel more worthy in my skin, why I couldn't love my body or feel secure in a relationship, why I couldn't be calm in my body, why my nervous system was blown out, why I was always defaulting back into wounded patterns. It's the brain, it's the brain. Which also means that it's not that you're weak. And that's again, like I was saying with diets, it's like we just keep pretending if we have more willpower, we would be able to do it. Whereas the truth is, whether it's food or anything else, if you fully loved yourself and believed you were worthy, you would naturally eat in a way that was synchronistic of what your body really needed you would naturally eat more healthy and then you would naturally also enjoy the treats. And it's not a big deal. It's not a shame cycle. It's not a binge. It's not a spiral. It's not a cheat day. It's just eating. It's just fine. Mm -hmm. So you trust yourself because you eat lots of veggies and fruit and this and that and whatever. And then you also enjoy the fresh baked bread when you're traveling or a little bit of celebration alcohol or a dessert or whatever it is, because it just becomes natural and your natural body of health emerges. You naturally start to heal pain, start to heal ailments when you allow it to happen. But what stops us from allowing it to happen is the brain. It's so much of it is the brain. So I'm talking about the subconscious and the conscious. The conscious already knows, and that's why I'm so quote unquote against, I'm a millionaire. I'm a millionaire. It's like reason number 712, why I just don't think it works because that's just the conscious brain. The subconscious brain is the part going, no, you're not. And the part freaking out in lack and scarcity. That's the part that needs the nurturing. That's the part that needs help. So inactivated, I had to put it in, which is the growth portal. It's the signature program. Because if we're not doing that, that's just like telling you to go out and be high vibe to go out, just be a match of what to what you want, which is true. However, how do I do that? It's like saying, just eat healthier, just quit smoking. It's like, okay, it feels like you're working against a mountain. Like I know I'm trying, right? It's the brain. So please do not avoid the brain work as well. Especially if you tend to go more into the feminine energy, into the woo woo, into the intuition, into the downloads, into the energy, you, it's not just another breakthrough in your brain. It's deep subconscious reprogramming that you are needing and conscious reprogramming. So I'm going to talk a little bit about it. There's many ways to do it. I teach you in depth inactivated. I even give you the tracks to listen to the workbook to move through. So we know what we are reprogramming, right? Because you have to know what you need to reprogram first and then how to do it. But the biggest message here is do not avoid that work. And one of the biggest keys, because I can't teach in this episode all of the modalities like I can in Activated, um, but what I can say, and this is so important, and this gives you a takeaway right here, right now, the brain operates through repetition. So for any of you that know a lot about neuroplasticity and how to reprogram the brain, and you love this stuff you know that repetition is the thing that creates new neural pathways. And that's what we're working with. It is a processing system. We start thinking new thoughts. We start thinking new thoughts so often that it becomes the new default thought. That really is reprogramming. When you make it less deep, like when you make it less mysterious And make it more actually like, okay, that's just what it is. It's thinking new thoughts habitually until it becomes a new thought. That's the logic in... Um, a therapist or in a person saying to like repeat affirmations to yourself, like I am worthy, I am enough, right? You see people with that or the headphones, like I am a valuable person. And again, it is potent. So I know that I keep saying like, don't just say I'm a millionaire, but if you're close to embodying a new abundant energy and you could say to yourself, abundance flows freely to me or I am stepping into millionaire vibes and you know what you're doing, meaning you're doing the subconscious programming. And then you're also reprogramming the conscious because it's what it's you're all about right now. You could take an affirmation and have it be powerful. Like I tell my, my body every single day, you've got this. You are naturally healthy. You are naturally um, vital. So, lead me, body. I love you. And I can say this on pain days. I can say this if my digestion feels off. Like, body, you've got this. You know what to do. So, I do think positive affirmations are helpful in the reprogramming place. The part I want to say with the I'm a Millionaire is just don't just say that in the mirror in sort of secret style, like not secret, like you're being secretive, but like the secret. It kind of came across, although I love the movie, it came across like if you just say some things. And then it'll come, use the repetition as part of your reprogramming, but it's not the end all be all. You got to go deeper because you could say, I'm a millionaire. Your subconscious goes, no, you're not. I'm a millionaire. Money's tight. I'm a millionaire. Money's so hard. I'm a millionaire. I feel behind, you know, the subconscious will be fighting the conscious. However, when you know what you're reprogramming and I'm saying to myself with my body, I'm here. I'm, you know, you're safe. It's safe to let go. It's safe to relax. Those are prompts. When I say you are healthy and vital, I believe in the simplest level in the makeup of how I was created. My body is whole and complete. And it's my job to allow that vitality and that natural health to shine. So I will use an example like that. But on the days I'm in pain, I don't go, you are pain-free. Because my brain's like, no, you're not, right? So again, it's sneaky, it's tricky. But when we find the way to reprogram and I just love teaching clients this because there's such a shift in the pro in activated, but also in my work with clients. And you know, as you get to do this, there's such a shift that happens as we start to actually reprogram the brain. It's bringing the computer back up to speed. So imagine you want to start creating videos for YouTube or filming videos or editing whatever, and then you go to your computer and there's this really slow processing system. No matter what your big dreams are, your goals, your skills, maybe you're like an iMovie or like Pro Tools or whatever, pro at like using the software, Adobe, Photoshop, you're like a pro, but your computer underneath is shit. You will always be dealing with a lagging, freezing, app shutting down computer. And if you think about that, it's nothing to do with your skills, it's the processing system. It's nothing to do with how good of an artist you are. It's the processing system. So when we're manifesting, it has nothing to do with if you'll do it or not. It has nothing to do with if you're good enough, if you're worthy. You're all those things. You are a motherfucking gem. You are worthy of it. You are doing it and you will do it. It has nothing to do with that. It's that you're working with shitty programming deep down from the things that you have believed about yourself in your life, that wasn't your choice. You didn't intend for that to ever happen. Most of it was when you were a kid. You had no way of processing that stuff when you were a kid. You had no way of doing the work when you were a kid. Even if you had the most enlightened, healed, transformative, resourced humans as parents, you still had no real way to know what was going on taking in messages from the media, taking in messages from trauma, taking in messages from what you observed, you'd know, you'd no other choice. It was never an intention. It was never your fault. It was never your fault. But now as an adult, most of you are adults listening now as an adult, you get to start to see the programming you're working with, look under the hood of what you're working with, seeing the programming for what it is. I believe I'm not good enough. I believe people will abandon me. I believe money is hard, whatever it is for you. These are all different things that come up with clients. I deep down believe nobody really has my back. I deep down believe I have to do it myself. I deep down believe that people like me can't get rich or that my gifts aren't special enough to create a business from it. This is where we get under the hood. I believe my body will fail me. These are all actual things I hear from my clients and things that come up in my own life. So then we need to do conscious and subconscious reprogramming. So what I was just saying about repetition in conscious, I'll just give you an example of like one way to do the work. Again, there's many ways, there's many different modalities to subconsciously reprogram, um, But with that repetition, so say my wound, as I was sharing earlier in episodes about feeling alone, when that comes up, there's the conscious side of it that I stop and I come at myself with so much empathy and compassion. It's never judgment. It's never hurried. It's never condescending. It's never critical. It's loving because it is sort of like my, it is my inner child. I mean, I teach this as well and activate it, but it is like a child. Part of me is hurt would you speak to a child like that? Right? So I look at my life and I go, is it true that I am alone? Which is just the conscious part. Right. And then I go, no. And in my brain, I search for, Oh, I just love teaching this stuff. I love teaching it in depth. I give you so many tools and activated to like, to, to actually do this work in real time. But this is just one example of the things that, that I teach there. I go, okay. Is it true that I'm alone? No. Number one, I have my supportive, loving, always there for me, very committed husband who I've known since I was like 14. I'm definitely not alone. He knows who I am. I have my kids that literally never leave me alone. (laughs) I have my bestie, I have my dad. You know, as these people that I talk about, I'm not physically, actually, tangibly, for sure, in real life alone. It's not ultimately true that I am alone. I am physically not alone. That's the conscious. And the subconscious part of me is healing the wounding and looking at the narrative deep down that no matter who's around me, I always feel alone. Okay. So let's look at that. And that is where we get into a bit of the healing work. But ultimately, I don't know if you could just hear my stomach growling. Oh my goodness. It's growling so big. Um, But ultimately... I need to get to the, to the bottom of the wound starting to, it's not even the bottom of the wound as I talk about on the show that we have to always get to the instance, but it's the core wound we need to get to, which is what we'll be talking about in the healing to manifest free event. And then of course activate it. But if you want to work with me on that, those are ways that you can do that, but we get to the core wound. And then we nurture, we reprogram in the deepest parts of our mind. So we do this through things like hypnosis, deep tracks where we go like, like, like in hypnosis, like deep, um, uh, like the binaural beats and things like that, going through processes in that deep sort of hypnotic state. There's also EFT, there's EMDR, there's different ways to subconsciously reprogram and also as we do this repetition, when it comes from an embodied feel good place, enough repetition, I believe starts to impact the subconscious. That's what I've seen with myself is the more that I reiterate something to myself, the more I identify the core wound, I start to remedy and heal it and then repeat the new thing I want to believe then it actually does start to impact the subconscious. And as I said, at the beginning, we start thinking new thoughts. So if I just in this example, and it's not quite this simplified, but for the fact, for the sake of this, I'll kind of explain, you know, if I'm triggered into feeling alone in my brain, I go like, is it actually true? Am I actually alone? I kind of sort through that first. No, my husband's right here. I could talk to him. I have these people, blah, 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 right? conscious. And then I go deeper to the part of me that feels alone. And I do my own healing, nurturing work to the part of me, to the inner child, to the shadow, whatever work you want to do, to the deepest part of me that feels alone. I love you. I see you. I'm here for you. I'm here. I'm here right now. And I go into a little bit of a a healing moment. It could be in just like three minutes or it could be an hour of releasing it. Just either way, whatever, you know, sometimes I'm in the car. Sometimes I'm making a sandwich for my kids when the shit comes up. Sometimes I'm in a meditation or in a healing session and I can actually let it go. But... I, I go to both parts. And so every time it comes up, I'm now aware of the wound. I'm like, oh, there's that feeling alone thing again. Okay, I love you. And through that repetition, it becomes easier and easier to choose to see it for what it is as false, as wound, as something that needs to be healed and honored. And the more I do that, the less and less the automatic thought is like, see, you're just alone. Fucking who cares? Shove everyone away. You're just going to do it yourself. I told you, you couldn't rely on them. Shut it down, build those walls up and keep moving forward with bigger, harder, thicker walls. But that's not what I choose to do. I choose to see the wound. I go into the conscious. And then I also go into the subconscious. So say with that smoking analogy, if there's a moment where you know you go to smoke or whatever, and you're filled up with that guilt or shame, and then we stop and we could go to the conscious part of like, okay, this really isn't good for me. I acknowledge that. I'm harming myself. I'm hurting my body, my lungs, the chemicals. No shame. No, this. We don't do this to shame. That adds more shit to the pile. But we go... Like in an honoring way of like, what am I doing to myself? And then deeper to the part of me that feels the need to harm myself or that neglects my body, that doesn't feel it's important, the part of me it, that is literally killing myself from this pain. I honor you. I love you. And I did this. I did this with things in my life that were addictive and I didn't know of the healing work for a long time. So I actually had to go back and go, even though I'd quit alcohol or it wasn't an issue, I went back to those parts of me that were doing cocaine to not eat, that were anorexic, bulimic. The part of me that drank every day was taking down a bottle of vodka myself every day. And I went back and honored that version of myself that felt so insignificant and unimportant. I didn't honor the body. I just did anything I could to numb myself, to lose weight, to not face what was really going on. And I honored the shit out of her, which helped in the subconscious reprogramming of the stuff that got me there in the first place. Because the wound that got me to the alcohol, the wound that got me to the eating disorder is the same wound that shows up now has me feeling alone. But right now in this phase of my life, thankfully, I'm not disordered eating. I'm not doing drugs. I'm not binge drinking or drinking at all. So now it shows up more in feeling alone. And as I shared in the last episode, I've I think it was the last episode. I've recognized that it's the deepest wound I carry. Like it is oh no, it's not the last one. It's the one before that anyway. It's the deepest wound I carry, which is I'm alone, I'm insignificant, it doesn't matter. And that's what led me to the eating disorder. That's what led me to the alcohol is like, nobody fucking cares. What does it matter? I'm just going to harm myself into the ground. And maybe even there's a part of it, like hoping somebody will notice me, hoping somebody will save me, will care enough. But now I get to be that person, which that's more the healing work. But in the reprogramming, I've now noticed that even though I don't have the disorder, that aloneness comes up. So now I really go to work on it and I... I pour my love and my effort into reassuring myself that I am not alone. I love to do EFT. I create my own reprogramming and hypnosis tracks, which are the ones I give and activated. I love to do that. I've done EMDR, very powerful. Whatever method you choose, you cannot avoid conscious and subconscious reprogramming or you will stay in looping patterns. So seeker, before I go... If you are someone who has done a lot of work on yourself or has a lot of higher awareness, you're intuitive, you're really great at giving advice, you can see yourself self-sabotaging, you can see the stuff coming up and you kind of even know better, right? Like you're not new to the work. You know it's your ego or you know that you're acting out of wounding, but you continuously are in the patterns and have no fucking clue why or what's going on. I bet it's the brain. I bet it's the brain and this will be the piece, oh my goodness, that unleashes so much because this is one bigger level of getting out of your own way. There's a few keys that I see for us to get out of our own way and then we just are naturally magnetic. Then that's when we are manifesting while we sleep. The things we desire get to come, with us, come to us with much more ease, but we need to get out of our own way. One big block of that is the brain. We, we can't avoid it. The other thing is the healing, which those go hand in hand, but the healing of continuously being in our own way because of our wounds that are complete blind spots. The other part to get out of our own way is stepping into our whole authentic self, which you know well if you've taken Activated, if you've been my client, you know this well. Your whole authentic self is the real part of you it's the part of you that is authentically you that you were born with your sparkle your natural vitality it's who you truly are whether it's shy whether it's more extroverted whether it's creative intuitive really smart really great with math or numbers or a visionary or very witchy whatever it whatever you naturally are that is you when we when we activate our whole authentic self we get out of our own way so much and more than get out of our own way, our lighthouse expands and then we just have more light. So when I teach manifestation inactivated in the show with my clients, we're addressing all these parts because we cannot avoid it. It's like having a computer, having this dream of editing YouTube videos and making these crazy, beautiful videos. And you walk in and your processing system is slow. You have an outdated app you you have to sort through some things to just shine, to fulfill that vision. And again, the fact that the processing system is slow or your Photoshop app is outdated is nothing to do with you. It doesn't mean you won't do it. It doesn't mean you're weak. It doesn't mean you weren't made for it. It literally just means we have to update the hardware. And that's what we do in the brain work. In the healing work, we remind the deepest part of you that you are whole, that you are worthy, that you are beautiful, that you are not defined by the things that have happened to you, that what the the bully said, what your parents said, what that person said about you is not true, that you are worthy, that you are magnetic, that you do have a gift for the world. Your gift might be more quiet and subtle. It's in the way you listen. It's in your introspection. It might be loud in the life of the party because we all need that person who's the life of the party. Telling jokes, you know, emceeing the event when nobody asked for an emcee. If that's you, we need you to be you. That is naturally who you are. That is your sparkle. That is your magnetism. No matter where you are in that spectrum, we need you. So it's time to get out of your own way to be your natural sparkle. And from that place, you fucking learn manifestation easy because you're not working against your own programming. You're not working against your own slow processing system that is not up to date. It doesn't know of your unlimited potential it doesn't know that you are going to be a millionaire. it doesn't know that you are going to step into the health or heal or be expansive. it's stuck in the past. So we love it we honor it we nurture it. We we scoop it up in a little silk napkin and roll it up and give it a snuggle. <laughs> I don't know that was weird but we love it we wrap it up in a blanket we nurture it so it's no longer hurt. And with the brain, we reprogram and repetition is a big part of that. Not just allowing your limited thoughts, your defeating thoughts, your negative thoughts to just run the show. Question them. Start questioning those thoughts. Start asking yourself, who would I be without this thought? That's a kicker, right? It's just the processing system. And as you work through, you will be shocked. You want to get a new phone or a new computer and everything just works really fucking fast. And you're like, whoa, I didn't realize that checking my email shouldn't have been a 10 minute thing. (laughs) Just waiting for the inbox to load. You know how like you get new glasses that are your prescription. You're like, whoa, everything is so crystal clear. That's what happens as we do this excavation work. And it doesn't have to involve, as I say all the time, it doesn't have to involve going to the root of the trauma. It doesn't have to involve reliving the scene. It doesn't even have to involve knowing that one thing that happened that, that caused chaos. You don't even need to know. You just need to know how to work with it, how to reprogram it, how to heal it. So I invite you into activated where we do all this stuff and more. I also invite you into the manifest now workshop, the free healing event, the new moon workshop, or the full moon workshop tomorrow, all of it. I cannot wait to see you and help you work through this stuff because it is work through a bull. I promise from one introverted, empathic, weirdo, socially awkward person to maybe another, <laughs> you can work through this stuff. I promise you, you are ready for it. You're knee deep. This is your time. Let's do this together. I cannot wait to help you check the show notes for all the things. I hope this was helpful, helpful for you, my love. And until next time, I'll see you in the next episode. You go reprogram that brain. I love you so much. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I truly hope that it served you and helped to move the needle forward in your life. So before you go, I want to ask if you are looking for some new practices, if you need a little meditation for some stress, or you're looking to get unblocked. If this is you, I want to invite you into the freebie library. Yes, it's free. It contains an awakening her daily practice, a meditation for stress, a guide to help get unblocked, as well as a scripting manifestation exercise to use the power of the quantum to literally script out your future. So if you're looking to get a little bit more mojo in your manifestations, I welcome you into the freebie library. It's going to help to move you forward and give you some extra tools in your tool belt. So check the links below and dive in now.